And we're back. All right. So we're going to be talking about wrestling. Uh, yesterday, uh, well, Saturday, this past Saturday, just recently this past Saturday, um, AEW had their second event. and um, Fighter Fest, yes. spelled F-Y-T-E-R. Yeah. Um, if in case you don't know it, it was a word play on words and also mocking the actual fire fest fire festival yes <laughs> oh my god including first of all they had the the super sexy models mm-hmm. you know to make to make, make fun of um because of what really happened at fire festival mm-hmm. uh, also they had the tents <laughs> yeah they actually have the actual tents, the tents my the god the so-called pool yes <laughs> uh the so-called band that they you know even they made a little up, skit yeah. on it like you know blink what blink what what blink one eight two what about them they're not going what do you mean they're not going, you know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that whole thing. Uh, including the infamous, now infamous, uh, they were making fun of the infamous cheese sandwich with the Young Bucks. Oh, Promised yeah. me salmon uh, with cr- created by uh, uh, celebrity chefs. And all I got was a cheese sandwich. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, man. I, I Gutsy. I, I'll give it to them. That was gutsy. Uh, yeah, it, 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 that was gutsy. That was a gutsy call. Uh, to to do that, um, so and yeah. and and the concluding the the the, the parody of it, mm-hmm. I think I saw a tweet where they're saying you know you know Firefest I think it was the Young Bucks I'm trying to remember, mm-hmm. but somebody or if there, if it wasn't the Young Bucks they were tweeting out you know Firefest was wonderful, um, how about we get ready for Firefest too, <laughs> mate that that is a, a a parody making fun of Ja Rule because uh, he wanted to do. A festival, right. um, which is pretty much Firefest Part Two. Oh, God. Oh, so okay. it was all over the media, and if yeah, okay. so they're taking a crack at that. Oh boy! All right. So without further ado, <laughs> let's just get to the card because that just. Oh man! I'm sorry, they nailed it. <laughs> I know they did. I did. They did. They did. They did. Just still, I thought that was ballsy. That was just really gutsy gutsy of them to do hmm. alright so what do we got speaking of balls and and I'm saying this for reals um, uh, it started out with the three um, I'll say it in actual order they came out uh, the three uh, matches that were um, pre-show yes and this was all free on BR Live yes um, a big shout out to BR to actually do that same thing with AEW actually letting this be free um, there was no lag. I mean, there was one or two moments where it was just a bit interrupted. You know, probably because a lot of people are doing it on the yeah, Roku's. Mm-hmm, yeah. But other than that, no, it was fine. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, big shout out to them. Yes. Hopefully, they'll do something like that again. I know they won't do it again on um, Fight for Fight the Fallen. Yeah. That is a literal pay-per-view event. Yes. But if they do something like this again, mm-hmm. please do. Yes. Please do. Yeah. And uh, here is the first match, and believe it or not, this free event, you know, the Fire Fest, pay-per-view quality. Yeah. They delivered pay-per-view quality in a, in a free televised event. Yeah, just under three hours. So the first match was the three-way tag team, and uh, it's to advance, you know, the first uh, team to make go into the newly made all uh, world tag team tournament for starting with All Out. Right. Which is coming out in a few months, mm-hmm. and the winner of this not only has the first seed, but they get a first round buy in the uh, tag team championship that they're making. Oh, so they're playing the stakes high. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's good. And so we had the team of uh, best friends, Chuck Taylor and Trent Beretta, 
going against uh, SoCal Uncensored of uh, Scorpio Sky and Frankie Kazarian. Mm-hmm. And uh, Private Party with Isaiah Cassidy and Mark Quinn. And the winners turned out to be the best friends. Yeah. Um, this match was great. Um, Private Party. Private <laughs> Party. Man. Rob just... At first, I thought they were going to go on like, you know, they're not... You know, why are they here? You know, like kind of yeah, like the yeah. 21 Battle Royale. But they proved their worth. Yes, they, they did. They proved it. Oh, yeah, they so did. It surprised me. I liked it. They surprised everybody. Um, their spots were great. Everything that they did was good. Um, SoCal Uncensored was really great in this one, too. Oh, yes. Uh, the best friends were, were awesome. Um, either, any of those three teams could have won. But uh, the best friends won it, and um, but still, I think um, private party is going to be one of those teams that you got to keep an eye out on. You know, I mean, put, I know they lost this time around, but let them be in the tournament because, yeah, they will, they will, they will deliver. They will deliver, and I like it. I like this. Yeah, I like them. Um, yeah, like I said, it's one of those teams you gotta you gotta keep an eye under on your radar because they you may never know they could be the next big thing. Yeah, yeah. And before I tell the second match of the uh, pay, uh, the pre-show, um, mm-hmm. they were interrupted by uh, I forgot who they were. They got beaten up last time. The Super Smash Bros. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So they were talking their shtick against the best friends. So we're talking about they're creating a storyline with them. Yeah. Then the lights went out. The goons were all over the place. Mm-hmm. And then the lights went out, and they were gone. Right. Yeah. Continuity. Continuity. Oh yes. Yeah. So that was really good. And then we go to the regular singles match between uh, Ali and uh, Leva Bates, the librarian, mm-hmm. who was accompanied by the other librarian, uh, Peter Avalon. Mm-hmm. And the winner is Ali. With uh, Brandy Rhodes um, looking out for the match because they're, they're about to fight at uh, Fight for the Fallen. Yeah. Um, I hate to say this, but this was not a good match. It, it was. It, I know this was supposed to be a gimmick match. I know this was supposed to be really good. Um, well, the gimmick was the librarian, and the libra- In a sense, you know, I'm trying to word this. I'm not uh-huh. not carefully, but weird. Right. But um, it was like, uh, well, mathematically, you know, in math terms, it's a counterpositive. Uh huh. Instead of saying, you know, um, you know, Ali made the match work. No, it's like the librarian made the match awkward and it was awkward because there was no music there was no like you know no it was literally like a librarian yeah it's just uh, if yeah I I really I've seen better days where I've seen her wrestle in in other exhibitions outside of um, AEW uh, the librarian she's good she's good um I hate to say it but um find another gimmick or if not just let her wrestle as her well the thing well i know i didn't like it as well but it does leave room well one thing room for improvement number one number two it could show that she could be uh, on the works to be a pretty good heel yeah maybe you know everyone's going you know when you know with whether it's heels or uh baby faces mm-hmm. yeah. but then you got somebody who's like I'm gonna do the exact opposite right quiet shh, 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 shh. <laughs> I know 
I know it sounds weird. It sounds weird, but it is weird. It could work though. It could work. It could actually work. So we just need to see the payload when it when we progress to uh, October. Yeah. So it wasn't necessarily a good match in terms of reaction, but there was some good wrestling. Right. And there's a lot of room for a lot of room for improvement, but um, improvement. A lot of potential for you know the contra positive, like you're expecting noise and Bing Bang Bang Boom. Mm -hmm. Well, you're gonna be getting the. Yeah. So that worked. Okay. All right. And then what do we got next? And then uh, we have uh, a surprisingly good match between... Uh, it is a hardcore match between uh, Michael Nakazawa and Alex Jabaley. Yeah. And if people and, who don't know who Alex Jabaley is... Uh, let me click on him real quick. Um, he organizes the Community Effort Orlando, the annual fighting game CEO. Yes. So he's literally the CEO of CEO. Right. Yeah. So um, this was an okay hardcore match. It was it was kind of like half hardcore, half comedy, half gimmick. Like part, yeah, yeah part, not half. And, uh, you know, Jabali, the CEO of CEO, he's not a wrestler. No, he's not. Um, but, it, but it looks like, you know, he did some homework. Yeah. Um, did pretty good. It was a, a, for a gimmick match. This was, I, To me, I think this was like a hardcore gimmick comedy match. Um, this one was okay. It was a lot better than the second match. That's for sure. Um, and, uh, who won? Oh, uh, sorry. It was, uh, Michael Nakazawa. And I liked how, <laughs> in the beginning, um, was some of more of the, um, Fire Festival jokes in this one? Or was it when the pay-per-view proper started? No, they just ended it, and then they just went straight. Because I remember it. they were making fun of the fact that, oh, we just didn't, we can't hire uh, half of the supermodels that we ordered. What? Oh, uh, yeah, no, yeah. 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 <laughs> and so. replace them with dummies, and they got destroyed, right? Yeah. But anyways, um, with the Nakazawa match, um, mm. it was surprising. Like I said, it was surprisingly good. It was, it we got was, a non-wrestler who actually pulled some good stunts. Right. And they also made fun of Fire Festival by going into the pool and having them drown in it and uh, suplex or slam into the pool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then... Uh, uh, hard since it's a hardcore Jibeli was it Jibeli or Nakazawa well they took out the bag it was supposed to be thumbtacks no it was arcade stick buttons oh it was Jibeli it was Jibeli yeah and then he also went has to his face on it yeah <laughs> and he also went to Jason Wong before that mm -hmm. um, got well, pro, pro gamer got his Hori stick yeah. and beat Michael Nakazawa with it <laughs> Uh, it was funny. Like I said, it was like a funny comical match, but it was good. Yeah, he he, you know, for not bad for a non wrestler. Yeah, it is. It's shame that he lost, but still. Yeah, it was good. Though. But it was more funny when uh, Nakazawa made you know his little uh, you know speech against uh, Jabali, and he says, "Well, Evo, I'm sorry, but Evo was a better tournament, you know." Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, man, that was good. All right, so what else do we got? Then the pay-per-view proper started. Mm. Um, I had just one little errand to run, so I missed this match, but I only missed half of uh, the next match. Mm -hmm. But this match I missed because of personal errands. It was uh, a singles match between Christopher Daniels and Shima. Okay. Yeah. Um, this one was good. This was a. I think this was a, a good match to, to start up. Uh, Fighter Fest. Um, you know, two veterans of, of, of the industry... Um, total different backgrounds. Um, they fought each other over the years, on and off. Um, this was good. 
Daniels was great. Shima was excellent. Looked like they both didn't miss uh, miss the beat. Oh, I was starting to interrupt. Uh, and uh, Shima was the winner. Yes, yes, Shima won. Um, but this was good. This, I think this was a good opening match to start up. So I think this was the right move to put this match in the first. And then um, I saw half of this match. I saw like half to like halfway, and then the result. Uh-huh. Um, it was a three-way women's match between uh, Yuka, Saka, uh, Yuka Sakazaki, Nyla Rose, and Riho. This was good too. Um, Nyla Rose. It showed Nyla Rose's potential. It shows her brute strength, um, her physicality, and also that great guillotine from the top rope. Uh, <laughs> thought that was great. Um, both of the Japanese wrestlers stood their grounds as well. And it shows that they got, you know, potential to, uh, well, AEW in general, more potential to sign up with, uh, you know, other Japanese organizations, wrestling organizations, you know, bring some of their talent. Yeah. And show what they have to offer and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, you know, um, this some one great was wrestlers good. out there. Yeah, this one this one was good. Um, a little like the pacing on this one was kind of on and off. It was like hot, cold, hot, cold, hot, cold. But um, overall, the match was pretty good. Mm. The match was good. Yeah, and who was the winner on this one? It was Riho. Okay. All right. And people who don't know, she has a long history in wrestling. She's been starting wrestling since she was like almost nine, ten. Um, according to the uh, commentary, she started at eight. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So she's got nothing but experience. Oh yeah. So. So she might have a, a thin frame, you know, for a body and stuff, but hey, she can do it. She has experience. She has the plenty experience. of experience to back it up. Yes, she does. Okay, and then what do we got next? It was the four-way match between Jungle Boy, um, who was accompanied with Luchasaurus, <laughs> <laughs> uh, MJF, mm-hmm. Jimmy Havoc, yeah. and Adam Page. This one was a really good match. Um, the four-way dance is good. MJF, uh, being the heel that he is, great on the mic. Like, brought that heat with him to make everybody hate him. Um, Jungle Boy was was good here. He had you know when he hit his spots, he hit his spots really good. Um, Jimmy Havoc was also great too. You can see that uh, deathmatch hardcore style wrestling coming out of him in this one. You know, um, Hangman, you know, just being Hangman. You know, just not not slowing down. Give a beating as much as taking a beating. So. And in the end, it was uh, Hangman Page that took it. Yeah. yeah, that was good. Like I said, this was a good match. This was a good match. And going from good to very controversial. Because the next match was the singles match between Cody... With Brandy Rhodes mm-hmm. and Darby Allen, yeah, it uh, was a twenty-minute, um, twenty-minute match, and I and uh, the reason why I say that is because um, <laughs> at the very end, one, two, the match is concluded. So this is now a draw. Yeah, um, Cody was good here. Um, Looked like he was playing the, the bully, the the veteran bully, to uh to Darby. Um, he was interesting. He was interesting. You know, he he was tossed around, thrown around like a rag doll. Um, especially too when he got thrown to the to the 
to the to one of the belt buckles and just flew out of the ring. Um, I, I, I took a beating. I, what a trooper! But it also shows he's got a lot of speed. Yes, and especially too like that body stamina. Especially too when when he you know jumped off on the top and landed on the hard part of the ring outside of the outer ring. Oh yeah, just you know blind dive looking back. Yeah. And he could, and he kept going after that. Yeah. So, um, yeah, keep a lookout on him. He, you know, be good. He's be good. And then and, we go from controversy to more controversy because after the match was, I wouldn't say time, I wouldn't say the draw was a controversy. No, no, no. I'm going away from it to okay. what was really, you know, right, the, right, right, right. The That's thing the, of the night. Yes, but the talking point of the night. Um, after the match with Darby Allen, you know. Co- Cody was just, you know, recovering or going gay. And then he was getting up. And then that's when Sean Spears showed up uh-huh. with his chair. Yep. Cody turns around. He gets hit by the chair. Right. And at first we're like, oh, this brings me back. Why isn't he going up? And it turns out, you know, in another camera angle, it shows he just, just he was leaking. Yeah. Um... It was it, it was it was it looked very serious that even MJF, you know, he's a, oh he's a terrible heel and blah blah blah. He actually showed concern and he was what was he was he the first one to show up? Yes, he was. He was the first one to show up and that just shows like for someone you know even MFJ to show up there, they're not playing around. No, um, and it bring it, it brings up the the conversation of you know chair shots, you know. Yeah, because uh, Jr. he was talking about you know head trauma, the uh-huh. long term you know health stuff with Rhodes concerning that hit, the concussion, CTE, yes, all that. Um, and um, we just found out like later in the night that he only had twelve staples in his head, no concussion so far. Mm-hmm. So thank goodness to him, and uh, also happy birthday. Yep, Cody's birthday. Happy, happy birthday, birthday, Cody. Um. Yeah, and um, and every it, well, it, it brings up the topic. It's like, okay, WWE doesn't do it. No, it was. Um, I'm reading here on Wikipedia. They legitimately banned quote. They le- uh, legitimately banned chair shots to the head. Um, we'll just leave it at following Chris Benoit. Right. Uh, we all know how that ended, and we're not gonna dive into that. But um. It does raise a concern about that, like why he didn't protect himself, why this, why that, why everything. But then it also brings up the conversation of, well, he is running the show, you know, he is part of the executive board and everything like that. So if he wants to get hit in the head by a chair, it's his call, no one else's call. He could stop it if he wants to, but yet he chose to. Or if, or if there's going to be some extreme stuff going on you know how can we repeat about you know getting hit in the back of the head like that and seeing someone going through tables and thumbtacks and stuff like that yeah in other places yeah good example um bjw jinkasai oh yeah that man has been through so many things like a part of his back is chunked out like he's taking headshots or Masaka Tanaka, him and his battle, legendary battles with Mike Awesome. The chair look at, shots. Look at that. Chair, chair shots? You know? Um, 
basically during ECW when ECW was around before it merged in with uh, WWE. Look at all the chair shots a lot of those wrestlers took. Chairs, tables, whatever, even head. Yeah. Um. So. You know, it, it, it does bring up the debate, you know, should they, shouldn't they? But in the end, it's their call, you know, and... And I'm reading here uh, again on Wikipedia, because the Young Bucks, you know, after it was said and done... Right. They, they were interviewed, people were interviewing the Young Bucks, and right. they were saying that uh, uh, the chair was gimmicked in order to make it look like an unprotected shot, you know? Right, They right. wanted to bring back that type of wrestling. Right. It's just fine and dandy, but they said something went wrong... Causing the head laceration. Yeah. So, um... Yeah. It's their call. They're the ones that are running the show. They're the ones that are putting their... Well, I'm just glad line. that Cody Rhodes is alright and stuff. Oh, know? no. Yeah. So am I. Especially so. with no concussion, but it remains to be seen. Yes. Yes. You know, you know, just do the procedures for, you know, clearing clearing your... Yeah, yeah. Health. The protocol. All the protocols and everything. Yeah. 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 You know, um, if you're listening to this, Cody, um, you know, happy birthday again. Take it easy. Don't, Save, you know, quick recovery. Yeah, and just you got don't, another fight coming up. Yeah, and don't rush into it. You know, don't, 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 you know. Yeah. We need you, man. We need you. Yeah. yeah. And then we come to a really good match. Match of the night, I would say. Match of the night. Well, match of the night proper, and I'll get to that in a moment. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the six-man tag team match between the Elite, mm-hmm. Kenny Omega, uh, the Young Bucks, Matt, and Nick Jackson, mm-hmm. versus the Lucha Brothers, Pentagon Jr. and Ray Phoenix, mm-hmm. and Loretto Kid. Yeah. Um, nobody has never seen Loretto Kid wrestle. He wrestled in this match. He just made a name out of himself after this match. Well, after the Young Bucks' The the uh, the elites intro, woo, Capcom yeah. brings me back. Yes, but still, um, Kenny Omega's Akuma. <laughs> that surprised me. Yeah, but um, but overall, like you know, the elite, they did everything they needed to do in this match. The Lucha Brothers, they did everything they needed to do. Um, Loretto, Loretto Kid, I think just prove to the world that hey you know lucha libra is here it's been here you know and i'm gonna show it to you with the you know there's more luchadors out there besides the lucha brothers you know it's it's not just them you know there's me and there's hundreds of hundreds of luchadors down in mexico you know luchadors luchadoras exoticos like and I and and I think this match alone with Loretto Kid maybe is like the starting point and showing off a lot of people that you know okay there's United States and then Japan with their with their heart style and Canada they just opened up the floodgates to Mexico and just like Okay, so this is Lucha Libre. This is a good way to introduce people into Lucha Libre. And even if people already know it, um, we're gonna be, we're, you know, we'll try to introduce, you know, the, the the great Lucha Libre, you know, that's been going on in Mexico. Yeah, that a lot of people, 
I think not only in the United States, but around the world is afraid to dive into because they don't know what's what. Well, I know Japan, well, well, New Japan Pro does the, uh, their promotion with CMLL, Fantastica Mania. Yeah. And then also with AEW's doing theirs with AAA. So, um, I think this was a smart move. This match was great. It, it, it was, it just screamed Lucha Libre all around. Um, I think if anybody who wants to get into Lucha Libre or wants to understand what is Lucha Libre and why it has a huge following, not just in Mexico, but with people who love wrestling and want to know about mask wrestlers and this and that and everything, I think this match is a great way to introduce people into Lucha Libre. And who knows, what if they all get signed up, you know, like a co-thing with uh, AEW and Dupla. Uh, Good. Yeah, so. Um, we don't want, you know, luchadors going to waste like, you know, Lucha House Party. Uh, yeah. Or Andrade, who used to be in La Sombra, of the Los original Los Ingobernables. He was one of the co-founding members. What's he doing? At least give him a title shot. I mean, come on. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, a more than a title shot, you know? Yeah. Get him into the picture. He's that good. Yeah. Yes. Yes. All right. So. So the pay-per-view ended proper. Mm-hmm. And this is why I said proper, because they said, you know, the following match is a non-sanctioned match. So we're going to turn out the lights to signify the end of Fighter uh, Fighter Fest. And then when they go back up, it'll be our non- it'll be a non- non-sanctioned match. Right. And the non-sanctioned match... Was John Moxley versus Joey Janela? Yeah, um, this was kind of it. Kind of went back to um, early hardcore matches. Um, it was good. It was it was brutal. Um, it showed how, what Moxley did when he was in CCW. You know, like a little bit. He gave you a taste of this is what I used yeah. They didn't to do. go. They, they didn't go all out for um, well, not just for Cody, but for obvious reasons. But kind of like a little tease. Yeah. No, it just kind of like it. It just showed. You know, Moxley was just showing. Okay, this is what I used to do before I went to WWE. This is what I did in wrestling before. You know, these hardcore deathmatch wrestling. You know. Um, and he looked happy. He looked great. He enjoyed himself in this one. I mean, come on. When he was going down and getting the the, the toys and stuff like that from under the table, he, was, he just had a happy kid face. Like, <laughs> yay! Yeah. Look and, what I got—a bag of thumbtacks. Or, or when he when his back got lacerated in the barbed wire. Oh yeah. And then when he got through to that table. I mean, I know his face looked like he was in pain, but I think that was ecstasy. Like, oh god, it feels so great. Oh, what am I going to do to him when I get back up? <laughs> yeah. Um, Joey Janela really sold it. Um, he, he essentially uh, kind of like filled the, the vacuum that John Moxley left behind. Yeah, he did. And um, especially, too, with the thumbtacks onto the foot. Oh, by let me go back to the previous match. Uh, uh, the Elite beated the uh, Lucha Brothers. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Forget about that. Um. Yeah. Um. But in this case, John Moxley defeated Joey Janela. Yeah. Um. Moxley showed showed what he can do in AEW. Um. From here on out, we won't be able. To, we won't. We won't see him 
for a good while because he's going to be in Japan at the G1. <laughs> so I wish him the best of luck on that one. Well, um, if he can do, if he can walk out like that, I'm pretty sure he'll be fine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then at the end, um, he got attacked by Kenny Omega. Oh and... yeah, in retribution for Vegas. Yes. So continuity, continuity. And once again, making fun of a fire festival, the <laughs> commentators saying, "Oh, they're using the instruments that the bands that never showed up were supposed to play. You know, the guitar, yeah. the drum set." Yeah. So, continuity, folks. Yeah. All right, then. So, without further ado, that's it for the show right there. Um, I'd like to thank everyone. Oh, for wait. Before listening. before you conclude, um, mm-hmm. what's going to happen for uh, WWE, I guess? We won't know until... Next week? Well, if, if you guys want to know, um, WWE just recently hired um, Eric Bischoff to SmackDown. And... Um, Paul Heyman uh, to Raw as executive directors. So they're going to be running the shows. So we won't know what's going to happen until this upcoming Raw and SmackDown. Because that's when they're in charge. <laughs> so we'll let you guys know what we think about it next time. So, yeah, for sure. Yeah, so without further ado, like I said, uh, thank you guys so much. Hope you guys have a great week. Um... And also, happy 4th of July, because the 4th of July is going to be on the middle Thursday. of the week. Thursday. Yeah, so Thursday. So, um, if you don't, you know, you're not going to hear from us from then. So, just want to wish you guys a happy 4th. Have a great time. Be safe. Make sure to bring your animals in before the fireworks. Oh, yeah. Take care of your pets and your loved ones out there. And don't and, party too hard. Yeah, don't drink and drive, folks. You know, that's why there's Uber. That's why there's Lyft. Um... You know, enjoy yourself within moderation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So without further ado, I am Captain Katz. And I'm the Night Rider. All right. And I hope that we wish you guys a great week. Uh, everybody at Anime Expo, have a great time over there. Enjoy yep. yourselves. Every, and for the rest of, uh, rest of the United States, have a great 4th of July. The rest of the world, have a wonderful week. And we'll be back with you next week. Mm-hmm. Until then, take care. Yo-ho.